This is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix-It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Good morning, Siding Unlimited and JMB Construction, our sponsors. As always, we thank them for that. David, how are you? I'm good, Dayton. Good morning. Good morning, good everybody. Good morning to you. It yes. is almost the end of the year here. Yeah. We're winding what, down. About as dark as it's going to get when we drive yes. in. It is that is the good news. We're going to be on the upward swing again here soon. A couple soon. weeks. Yeah. Yes. But yes, it was really dark. Well, plus being overcast and kind of rainy, that doesn't help at all. Yep. Yep. So, indeed. So how was your week? Good? It was a good week. Yes, definitely. Um, this busy. time you're busy for inspections or? So I had several inspections, okay. uh, four actually this week, which was pretty good for December. But I, I, I seemed to be getting my fingers into a whole lot of different stuff. Um, a couple legal uh, things that I'm cases that I'm getting involved in. Um, I'm and I'm working as the owner's rep on a, on an interesting project, um, so that's getting under construction. So, so yeah, keep him busy. Good, uh, good, good. And so no I'll snow help. on the ground yet. Too much snow that's no snow affected on anything. Ground so. or roofs. I how, didn't think. How much more difficult it is is it to inspect a home when there's a foot of snow around it? Well, it definitely makes it a little more difficult to walk around the house. You, uh, you really have to be aware of where you're walking, you know. So you you kind of have to have a picture in your mind of what's around the house because sometimes things are buried, and so a I don't want to step on some kind of landscaping, you know, lights or something and break them, and you know, damage something like that. B I don't want to, uh, you know, walk on something or step over something and and hurt myself and twist right. my ankle, which I kind of already did slipped on some ice so we got to be definitely got to be careful about that you don't want to walk too close to the house or you know our window wells filled with snow and you're going to step into <laughs> one or you know an egress window or something that could be buried so it makes it you know you just you instead of just constantly looking at the house when you know it's a nice day i'm looking down take a couple know, steps you know, yeah look around. look around look around i mean i i do that always anyways just to make sure i'm you know my surroundings i would I think, think that's helped me in 10 years now i haven't haven't really hurt myself, yeah. stepped off a retaining wall or stepped off a roof or anything. You you tend to, one of the things, you, you don't walk backwards, you know, much when you're right. doing an inspection. If you're looking at the house or looking around at the roof, you, that's that's going to be a, a recipe for disaster, not, not being able to look where you're going. Um, so I'm assuming... Less roof walking in winter as well, right? I yeah. mean, you're yeah. not going to get up there as yeah. often. Haven't uh, haven't yet. I was trying to think. We got a little bit of snow, but I don't think it's kept me off a roof yet. Okay, I think it's always melted. We had uh, what, what day? What day was it? Um, I think it's Monday or Tuesday. I did an inspection down in Beloit. I haven't gotten to Beloit ever, so that it it's a little far. But it's since I live out in Oconomowoc, I right. can just shoot right out that way. It's about takes me about the time, same amount of time to get there as sometimes to get into Milwaukee. Sure. If, if there's traffic. But we got there in the morning, and then yeah, whatever day it was, there, there was more snow to the south down in Rock County, Walworth County. Okay. And I got there, and the snow, the roof was covered with snow. 
and and this was a new construction home and and the buyer oh you're not going to be able to get on the roof i said well let's go inside first let's see because it, it was that morning where the sun was trying to break through i said if we get in a little bit of sun here i bet you it melts off and it did and that two quick? and a half hours later after going through the inside of the house come outside and the, the roof was clear i was able to get up on the roof nice so, nice now so. We did this feature last week. We'll do it again. The cool tool feature. Yeah. Uh, you brought one, so that yes. might help if you're not getting all the way up on the roof. Right. We'll talk about that when we come back. Sure. Don't don't break it out. Oh, don't oh, don't sorry. show it on the stream yet. Okay. Uh, we are streaming today at wtmj.com. If you want to see what tool David's going to be talking about as we come back from the break, but as you can probably tell, no guests this hour. So any questions, we're open to answer them at eight five five six one six one six twenty. That's the old National Bank talk and text line. It is the Fix It Show. December 9th already on WTMJ. Like a user's manual on the radio, it's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Isaac in the producer's booth. It is World Techno Day, David. You listen to a lot of techno, I bet, while you're driving around to your inspections. It, yeah, what's that one? Um, Get the rave going in your car. Those guys from, they were on Saturday Night Live. Um, what was that song? You know what I'm talking I about. I do, They're, but I'm blanking yeah. on the song. Yeah, the two uh, guys, one was in a purple suit, one yeah. was in a blue seat, suit, and they're always, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> somebody will text it. it, it. And they made a movie, too. Yeah. Something it, at the rave or rave, I don't know, yeah. That's a long time ago. My brain's a little <laughs> right. fuzzy. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. If you know the name of that movie or skit <laughs> that David's talking about. But uh, we went into the break yeah. talking about a tool. So, um, and, and that'd be an actual tool you use on the job, not a right. guy we know that lives down <laughs> right. the street. Um, <laughs> so what is this thing? What do we, it's, it's, it's called the ferret tool. So came in this little, little thing here, ferret Wi-Fi smart tool. So what it is, is basically, let me turn it on here. I got I should have turned it on before. And so it's back. like a long telescoping stick, almost right. like a selfie stick, right? Only a lot longer than that. So the flashlight came on. And it's a camera, and it's a oh. Wi-Fi-enabled camera. So it allows me to to point it anywhere. It's got a flexible end here, so I can point it around, look around corners. So I think you were asking, I could if I'm up in an attic, and maybe the attic is really tight, or there's something that's in my way or something, I can pull this out, and I can kind of look around a corner. And what it's doing is I have an app on my phone that allows me to then look it's kind of almost like a drone, you know, when, when you take sure. a picture, but it's on my phone and I can snap a picture, I can take a video. So, um, yeah, pretty handy tool. I could, you know, if I had an opportunity, there's a hole in a wall or something that's maybe a little bigger than this, I could stick this in the hole and bend it around and look, again, look around sure. corners, sure. looking inside things. I might want to get so. one of those because when I go do a roof inspection, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little steep and I don't want to get up there, yeah. but I could get up to the edge of it and then sure. use that to take some photos yeah. up higher. Yeah, I've used it to look inside a chimney. Okay. You know, yeah. if I'm up on a roof and I can't quite get to the top of the chimney. Right. So, so when people want to know what the top of the chimney looks like, and it, I, crazy enough, I've actually pulled my ladder on the roof and leaned it against the chimney hey. and looked at the top Yeesh. of a chimney. So I <laughs> saw you one time go from my my daughter's roof line of her garage. Yeah. Pull right. your ladder up, yep. put it up to the second story, and go. I'm, I'm like, you're yeah. nuts. I'm not doing that. Yeah, definitely, it's got to be nice weather to do that. With the, but that know. might help me if I'm on that first level. I could at Def- least peek up there and right. see what's up there. Right. It's called the Ferret Wi-Fi tool. There's a couple different uh, generations of them now. This is probably the first generation. Uh, pretty slick tool. I think you can. 
Well, I can give you a link either of that or if you just probably did a search for ferret Wi-Fi camera tool. Yeah, because legally, oh. if I if I wanted to fly a drone for my business purposes, I need a license. license I right. can't just go yeah. buy one at the store and fly it yeah. up to somebody's house and take pictures. It says www.cableferret.com. So cable, C-A-B-L-E, ferret, F-E-R-R-E-T.com. I'm check that out. And you can find that. And it's it's probably got a fairly universal attachment that this this handle only goes about, what, five feet or yeah. so. You could probably find another pole or something that would get you even longer uh, distance. All right. going. Well, so. well, we're talking about roofs and uh, uh, chimneys. It reminded me. So Lee Taylor, who called in the show last week, we were talking right. about roofing. I went out to his house. And he just wanted to get, you know, a price on what it would cost to do a new roof. While I was on his roof, he was out in the Dousman, Ottawa area. He had a bunch of hail damage that he didn't know about. Mm-hmm. So I just want to put a little uh, shout out to people who live out that way. If you remember, in, it was I think it was April of 2022. So last year in April, o- that's when Oconwoc had the big... Actually, June Was of it 20, June? June? Was of, it June? Yeah. Okay. The huge... Huge hailstorm, you know, because you lived out there. Huge hailstorm that blew through the area. If you are out in that area and have not had somebody look at your roof, call and get somebody out there and have them check it out because you probably have hail damage. Like a ton of houses got Mm -hmm. hail damage. And there's a a limitation as to how long you can go before you claim that. I think think it's two years. Um, So we're at about a year and a half at Mm -hmm. this point. Um, You better get somebody out there quickly if you think you could have hail damage. Just a little... PSA for people out there that mm-hmm. uh, may not have had that done yeah. yet. So, so um, Somebody let us know that movie was Night at the Roxbury. Night yes. at the Roxbury, that's right. <laughs> right. I remember one one time they had Jim Carrey as part of that skit. Sure. And, oh, my um, gosh, just too funny. Yes. So thanks for texting that in. Yes. Our uh, text line is 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. And we have texting this week yes. again, which right. is good. So uh, we do have a couple other texts we're going to get to. We'd love to hear from you. No guests this hour. So we'll answer any questions you have about fixing stuff. We're going to take a break. It is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. The Fix It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. We get Packers football on Monday night this week as they take on the Giants. The Giants, I think, are four and something, and we're six and six now. So uh, hopefully we can win another game, which would be amazing. They were saying that the Packers don't play anybody that has a winning record. Going out, be, right? I think the Vikings, the Vikings are six and six, six too, also. right? Yeah, yeah. But so. in the NFC power rankings, I saw people have us above, above the, Vikings the Vikings at this sure. point. Which, well, at the beginning of, of the season, who would have thought? Yeah, after beating Detroit and yeah. Kansas City, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that's going to bump you up. Very nice, very so. nice. Well done, love and yeah. team. Too bad, all you Bears fans. <laughs> you know, you thought that we weren't going to be any good this year. Yeah, no playoffs for the Packers. Hopefully. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> the Old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. I'm Dayton Kane. That's David Nason. No guests this hour, so let's get to some of these texts. It says, uh, how much do you charge for a home inspection and radon? I suppose that varies based on the house. So when I inspected your mansion out there in, in New Berlin, <laughs> it was a big 18, price. 1,800 yeah. square foot right, ranch. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so it does depend yeah. on, on the house. I mean, that. I don't want to say that's obvious, but yeah. you know, a bigger house is going to take more time to to go through the entire right. house, write up the report and everything. So it it does vary. Your typical house, something that's somewhere between 
you know, we don't see too much other under the under twelve hundred square feet. So somewhere in that twelve hundred to two thousand twenty two hundred square feet is going to be. Again, it depends on what you have. Do you have a two car attached garage? Do you have a detached garage? Do you have an additional garage? So we just ask some questions. Um, somewhere in the four forty five, four twenty five, four forty five range in in general. A radon test. They ask what radon test. That's fairly standard. It's going to be the same as $145 for me to do a radon test. That involves me going to the house twice. So either I set it up two days before the inspection and then we get the results at the inspection or I have, depending on scheduling, set it up at the inspection and go back to it two days later and pick it up and then we get the results right away. So it does, it's a little, it's mostly based on square footage because that kind of translates to time um, if it's a maybe a 3,000 square foot house but maybe it's got four bathrooms every bedroom's got a bathroom and then there's, then there's an extra one a half bath on the first floor and then a finished lower level and everything it's like okay this is going to take more time if you as you can imagine going through a bathroom and looking at everything in a bathroom takes more time than looking at a bedroom a living room with, yeah. you know, or a family room that just has windows and couple electrical outlets so right um multiple furnaces or depending on the the complexity of the mechanical systems so it, it i have a baseline but then i try to ask questions or if i can look at the listing and look at the home get an idea sometimes depending on distance i might you know they yeah. might be in a need for a little bit extra time but what uh, when somebody goes to bestinspectionsllc.com, bestinspectionsllc.com, mm-hmm. yeah. they fill out the, a form there, or do they call you? How does that work? So they can fill out a form. It's basically a request form. It, it's not a scheduling form, it, but it says do you know schedule an inspection. Then I can get back to them. That gives me all the information I know. At that point, I can get back to them them right away. I can. Basically okay. tell them what, what my fee will be gotcha. for the inspection. That's what I was getting at yeah. there. So that's good. All right. Got another text here from 262. It says, good morning. I have a quick question about my outdoor water spigot. How long do I need to keep the spigot valve open once the water inside the house has been turned off? They say most people leave them open all winter, just in case there's any water trapped in there. But yeah, as soon as it stops dripping, you could turn it off. Yeah. But yeah. And that, again, if you haven't done that yet, we're supposed to be getting back down into the 30s and 20s right. at night. Like, yeah. we should hopefully, yeah. not if, hopefully, we should be done with the water outside right. at this point. Right. But. And for everybody that has a newer house or maybe the plumbing's been updated and they have a frost-proof faucet, yeah. it's called a frost-proof faucet, not freeze-proof. <laughs> right, so, right. You still want to so turn that water off. It, it is really a good idea to turn turn the inside shutoff valve. I, You know, I worked for of a water restoration company and we still got calls from people. Oh, I didn't think I had to turn that faucet off. Yeah. yeah. Especially if the faucet has any, if there's an opening around the faucet, if it's not sealed to the wall or the siding, well, if we get a cold wind that blows wind right in there. It's going to freeze that. Do you that recommend valve. those like styrofoam covers? Those are great. Yeah. That, yeah. Could, that could, that, that will definitely keep the, the wind off the faucet itself. So that's helpful. It's not a substitute for turning the water yeah, off. Yeah, you still want to drain that yeah. pipe out. And Having said that, I have seen some interior shutoff valves that are so corroded that you know they're not going to turn off yeah. completely. Or if you get them turned off, they're definitely going to drip in the spring when you turn them back on. So, yeah, it, it, those are helpful. 
but again, not yeah. a substitute for turning it off. That was one nice thing when they did our house. We got the the, the handles instead okay. of the turn ones, sure. and they're all fresh and Ball new. Valves. And yeah. yeah, so that's that's nice to Good. have in there. So uh, we do have more. We'll get to when we get back. The old National Bank talk and text line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. It is a fix it show. We go over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Jack Grau. Good morning, Jack. Hey, good morning. You know, our producer Isaac told me about some slander of Bears fans. Oh, what? No, oh. that never happens here. Hey. The truth is not slander. Oh, true. Good, okay. good point. All right. Good we'll point. get into all of that later, I'm sure. WTMJ's The Fix-It Show with David Mason and Dayton Kane. Isaac stumped me on this one. I'm sur- Tequila? I, I, I'm, yeah. Why, why are we playing Tequila. Just for fun? A good song. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. I thought, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out a theme of why that would be playing. All right, Dayton King, some, David Nason. party. Day. It is the Fix It Show. Isaac is in the producer's booth taking your calls at 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. Let's go over to Ron in Florida. Good morning, Ron. What's your question? Good morning. How are you guys doing down there in uh, in or up there in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, you're good. down there. Uh, we were at 60 degrees yesterday, so that was good. How? Yeah. Where, what are you at, Ron, down there? Yeah. Right now, we're at about 65, so All right. it's not that much different. All right. It um, will be tomorrow. We'll 80 degrees this afternoon. <laughs> That's different. Hey, listen, I wanted to ask you a question about the how you figure out the actual size of a house. Like you're saying, it's uh, 1,500 square feet. Do you include the closets? I mean, I know you don't include the garage or anything, but or do you just measure the inside of each one of the rooms, or how do you do that? So it depends on who you're talking to. I would say pull up Zillow. Oh. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> look there, I'll give you the answer. <laughs> you know, realtors are generally, you know, in you know measuring every room of the house, yeah, and and adding that into it. They you don't you, they don't want to list a small house, yeah. You know? So including um, closets, yeah. and Every space inside the walls of the yeah. house, they're going to want to. If include. you're talking to a building inspector or maybe even a builder, they're literally going to yeah. they're going to measure the outside of the walls, right? You know, so the basically the the footprint of the house and and not you're, oh, you're right. right not the garage but the actual mm-hmm. exterior perimeter of the house and it's you know it's not a box. Mine's a box. Mine's some mine's are, but most are But but yes. Um, so you just kind of try to break it into boxes if you can measure length yeah. and width of areas, and then total them up. Mm-hmm. And then second floor, same thing. Right. So that's probably the more typical thing. Yeah. You know, when you guys make reference to the inside of our, you as a building inspector, when you say uh, I'm, I'm I'm inspecting a an eighteen hundred square foot house. Uh, you're you're talking about the interior of the house, correct? Generally, yeah. And like Dayton said, you know, you can look up Zillow or the listing. I and I put in there. Yeah. I, I'll list the I'll list information about the house on my report, and the, mm-hmm. it says information provided by others. So I'm I'm relying on whoever's providing that information, whether it's government zillow gets a lot if you of go to zillow realtor.com yeah. you'll see it pretty yeah. consistent across and that's a safe bet they, then that... they get a lot of their information from public records right. tax tax assessment records and things like that uh, and and listings as well so it's it's typically close enough for what i'm doing you know sure. so if, if you need to order materials uh, that as far as square footage carpeting flooring or something like that you definitely want to measure but for what from <laughs> right. what i'm doing it's it's close enough yeah great question though yeah. ron oh good 
Appreciate enjoy it. The, enjoy the sunny yeah, weather. Thanks for listening one. down in Florida. We like that. All over the country, you can get a hold of us at WTMJ.com or with our app, the Old National Bank Talking Text Line, 855-616-1620. And we do have a couple questions here that are similar about mm-hmm. this time of year. So mm-hmm. uh, Tim asks, what do you recommend be done to a house? Ooh, it just jumped on me. Shoot. Uh, what do you recommend to be done to a house when we leave for months during the winter? House temperature, turn off water, turn off electric water heater, et cetera. So let's talk through that a little bit because yeah. a lot of people are going to be doing yeah. that this time yeah. of year, right? Right. Abs- we got a lot of snowbirds, as right. they call them, that flee the state, yeah. and I'm jealous of. So you don't want to winterize your house. Winterize means turning all the mechanicals off okay. and yeah, basically no, draining the pipes and putting antifreeze in the sink and drain traps and things like that and turning everything off. That's that's really not good for a house. Uh the cold temperatures of dry plaster and drywall, they they'll shrink, they get cold and shrink and crack and things like that. Plus your your pipes, the fittings and everything dry out and everything, there's a good chance you're gonna have leaks once you turn the water back on. So don't winterize it. Uh turn the water off, definitely, whether on a well or city water. Turn it off at the main water supply. You can drain, you know, at, at the lowest uh, fixture. So, say like a laundry sink in the basement. Turn that faucet on and let the water drain out. That's not a bad idea, but at least for sure, turn your water off. I if say, you have somebody checking on your house and you do that, though, leave a note by the toilet saying yeah, water is off. Yeah. Don't use. Don't use. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good idea. Find themselves or, yeah, using let the them know. toilet and they can't flush <laughs> right. it. All the way. Well, at least you turn the water back on and right. you know, flush. But <laughs> but. Um, I tell people if you're going for a, a, a long weekend in the winter, turn your water off. And that's just from what I, having worked in that industry and seeing people come home, we a storm comes through, the power goes out or something, your heat goes off, your house freezes. You, you don't, you do not want to have that. So that spring break vacation for yeah. a week, yeah. make sure, or that Tuscan, Absolutely. you know, river cruise right. for 14 days, exactly. turn your water off. Yes. So turn the water off. As far as the heat, we've talked about that. We, you know, Jason's here. We talked about that before. What's a good temperature to leave your house at in the winter if it's unoccupied? 50, 55 degrees. If you get much below that, it, it doesn't take long for your house to, to, to really get cold and freeze. So, right, because most of your pipes are in the out. Side wall. Well, some of your yeah. pipes are on the outside wall. Like your kitchen. Try, try not to be. Your on the kitchen outside. sink more often than not is going to be on the outside wall. No, no, they'll come up under the floor. And if you look in your kitchen cabinet, they should be coming up through the floor. Okay. Maybe Still, it's close. That maybe, that yeah. that space underneath my sink gets cold even oh, yeah. when I have my house at oh, sixty eight. Yeah. Like, Older houses, they might have yeah. been coming up in the wall, but typically today they're coming up through the okay. floor of the cabinet for that reason. And and that's why some really old houses, the kitchen sink. The kitchen cabinet, the doors had a had a louver on them or a mesh on them, so we, so warm air from the house could get oh. in there and keep it warmer. So we don't really see that anymore again because of where the plumbing's located. So you know, having a smart thermostat is definitely a great idea. You can monitor the temperature in your house, know what if it's getting below a certain temperature, or yeah. if it if power shuts off, it'll alert you, and you can at least call somebody. My hey, uncle Jeff my and Aunt house. Rita called me one year. They're like, can you go check our house? Our thermostat says it's not working. And yeah. I went over and it wasn't. I yeah. had to reset it and get it working sure. again. But yeah. they had that. So they could see yeah. it on their phone and they got a little message. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a, smart. Did that's he ask smart. anything? I'll turn off the water heater. You know what? Water heaters, you could you can definitely turn them down or off. It really, uh, if you didn't, a water heater doesn't do much unless you're, it's drawing water. Okay. 
you know, so it's just going to sit there and heat the water that's in the tank. So, yeah, you can definitely, a lot of newer ones have a vacation mode on them if you look at the dial. And electric ones, it's a little harder to find the control. There's two metal covers, mm-hmm. one low and one high. You actually have to unscrew the metal cover of the one on top. It should be stamped in it. It says the thermostat's behind here. Unscrew those two screws, pull that cover off, and then there's a little thermostat in there where you can control that. On a gas one, it's usually down at the bottom near the gas valve, and you can turn adjust that to the temperature that you want. Good questions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting ready to go south for yeah, the winter. So me. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Uh, next hour, we do have Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric on with us, but we still have a couple segments left to get to these texts about whatever you want to talk about. It mm-hmm. is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. If it needs fixing, we can help. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Isaac must be in a good mood this morning. He's playing a lot of funky bumper music. Right. I like it. Dayton Kane, David Nason here. Thanks for tuning into the Fix It Show. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. We mentioned um, turning your hot water heater down. Not hot water. It's, it's I know a you water heater. The water heater you down. You don't heat hot yeah, water. You don't heat hot water. Turning the water, water heater. heater down when you leave for a week or so yeah. or longer when you're heading out. And Jason Fox from Capitals in with us already and ready to go for the next hour. And he mentioned that electric one is on its own Breaker. Breaker. It's so a 30-amp breaker. You could flip yeah. that breaker instead of messing with the insides yep. and opening it all. Just easier. flip the breaker. When you come back, flick it, Rip back, it back on, on, and you're yeah, good to go. Take a little while to heat the water back up, but usually you're unpacking and everything when you get back home. You're not jumping in the shower right away. Right, right. So another another solution for those with electric water mm, heater. Right. Not necessarily the gas, gas ones. A gas, naturally vented, drafting water heater doesn't have an electric source to it. Okay. The newer ones that have a power vent will have a... That has to plug into a 120 volt outlet, but yeah. Okay, chiming in on the text line here at eight five five six one six one six twenty. A follow up to our conversation. It says basement, even partially finished, is not counted in square footage, right? Well, no, not technically. No, it could no. be. So Wisconsin doesn't uh, include anything underground, uh, but even if it, it has an egress. Well, so if they, if a bedroom, again, I'm not the, I'm not. It's my, not my decision, but if I were to, if you had a bedroom with an egress window, I would include that bedroom. Right. But not necessarily the rest of the finished basement. Okay. Now, if it's got a walkout, like it's exposed and you have a patio door and everything, then, then, you, you, could then you probably could. So it's it's a gray area. I don't know who's the, you know, is is there a 100% right way or wrong way? I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I think your tax assessor or the any kind of government you know, uh, entity is going to look at it differently than say a realtor. Okay. You know, so we had some, n- nothing wrong with either way. You know, yeah. I'm not, not saying either one's wrong. Had some texts about radon. My, yeah. my radon system is in the basement and the fan went out. The company will not replace because code now says it needs to be moved to the outside house and system built in 2008. Can you discuss this? Can so they replace it 2008, themselves? You know, okay. That's 15 years ago, but it's not that long ago. I don't think, it's ever been allowed for a radon, the the exhaust fan portion of the radon system, mitigation system, to ever be in your house. So I don't if think that was done, it was done improperly? Because right. mine in Shorewood had it inside yeah. when and I the, lived there. The reason why is that fan is creating suction on the the uh, drain tile or underneath the floor. It's a uh, So it's pulling the air out. If there's a leak in the fan, 
or anywhere in the piping system right after the fan, all it's doing is sucking all that rain and rain on an air and dumping it into your house. Oh, yeah, that makes so sense. I, I don't believe that's ever been allowed. <laughs> um, and so the fan has to be either outside or in an a, um, unconditioned space. So it's an attic. You know, it could be in your attic. A lot of new houses, they put right. them up in the attic or in your garage. It can be in the garage or the garage attic. Okay. But it cannot be in the within the envelope of of your home, your where you're heating and living. So, that makes sense. So it says, can I replace myself? My question is, can you replace it yourself? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can buy you. all the parts. You, yeah, and you everything can get the stuff at a hardware store. Or, you know, the make big sure box that store. pipe is sealed properly on the right. way out of the house. Though, right. If it's going, saying. if it's going to the outside, yeah, you just want to make sure the pipe through the through the box sill there is insulated. It's put some spray foam insulation. But the fan, and if you have a pipe going up, and the pipe has to go up past the roof line, so if he's got the fan inside the house, what you also may have is the the pipe just terminating like right at grade. I've seen them where the pipe sticks out and there's a little forty five degree elbow and it points kind of at the ground. Well, if you're doing some gardening or something right there, you're going to get a <laughs> face full of radon. So that has to extend up all the way past, and and, and so that our birds and everything. But yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, but there's radon in the air that we breathe outside. Right. It's just such a small concentration. So. Real quick question on radon, and then yep. we got to get a break. My free short term, or my yeah, free short term radon test was four point five. Then I purchased a long term, uh, battery powered unit. Last three months daily about one point one two. Long term reading one point three one. What do I believe? More likely the long term. Uh, the EPA would love us to all do a long term test when we're testing for radon. The reality is with home, uh, with uh, real estate transactions, we don't have that kind of time. Right. You know, for an inspection contingency, it's usually between 10 and 14 days, somewhere in there. So we have to get that test done in that short amount of time. The monitors I use are 48 hours. That's an approved uh, testing time. But it would be beneficial if, if you're living in your own home and you want to do it, definitely do a, a long-term test. And long-term is at least 90 days. And 90 days, so three months, most likely you're going to see a change of seasons. So so that could be what's affecting his different uh, um, levels, is if we've gone from one season to another, that can change it. You're in the winter, you got your windows closed most of the time. Uh, maybe in the summer, if they did the test in the summer and windows were open more, that can affect it. It can lower, windows open can either lower the test or raise the test. It depends on the house. Hmm. It's some people think, oh, if I open up my windows, it'll lower the test. You might actually pull more Draw radon more yeah. by because you're exhausting out of the house. You might be pulling more radon in the house out of the air. And if you have a monitor like I have, and if that radon's passing by the monitor, it might be exhausting it, but it, the monitor is detecting it, and so now you have a higher level. Gotcha. So it it, it doesn't it doesn't it's not a this way or that way for sure. It, it's Good awesome. information, good questions. Keep them coming, 855-616-1620. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Need advice? Call 855-616-1620. Our expert home inspector is here to help. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Sponsored by Siding Unlimited and J&B Construction. Dayton and David here. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to this last one here before we're joined by Jason. Uh, where'd it go? Dun, 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 dun. Man, these 
jump around different. Sorry. Uh, please, here it is. Please instruct if there are any specific steps ordered to take home off of the winter freeze precautions for the water supply, heat, water heater, et cetera. So when we get back from our trip or from our three month stay in Florida for the winter, <laughs> right. what's the procedure? Is there a certain order we should go in as far as turning things back on and getting things going? So what I, if I've gone on vacation, what I've done is um, I usually, I haven't turned the heat off. Sometimes I've turned the water heater down or, or off. I've done that. So I'll typically just turn the water on first. Okay. And you kind of do it slowly. You just kind of, depending on the valve you have, just kind of turn it on. And just kind of keep listening. If, if Unless you have a faucet open, if you've gone and opened a faucet and drained the system, if you don't close it back in, you want to listen because you can hear the water flow. If you turn your valve on and you hear the whoosh, yeah. and then it's quiet, you're good. If you turn it on and it's continuing to run, something's open. You know, either a right. valve's open, a faucet's open, something a burst. pipe burst or something <laughs> like that. So if you can hear the water running, you know, you know that something, the water is running right. somewhere. So, so when you talk about draining the system, you know, going to the bottom level, turning it out, letting all the water yeah. drain out of the house. You prefer not to do that, prefer, right? Like right. leave the water yeah. in the system, but yeah. maybe take the pressure off somehow with one of the upper faucets. Sure. So, because if things dry out, corrosion can happen, that stuff that's yeah. in the pipes all the time. So older houses that have galvanized piping and also copper, the, the, they're meant to have water. Water's flowing through them. If you drain them, the inside of the pipe's going to dry out, especially a galvanized pipe that has some corrosion on the inside. That can clog, when you turn the water back on, that can clog uh fittings and things like that. Newer houses, a lot of houses have this CPVC piping and same thing. You have fittings that can, you know, when, when, when things are wet or warm, they expand a little bit and when they're dry or cold, they shrink. And so you don't want fittings to shrink. So the reason, the, the reason that we're turning the water off is in case something freezes, you don't have a continuous, continuous supply flow. of water. So right. you will still get some water you, coming out of the system, right. but just what's in the system, not right. the whole, it won't just keep flowing and, flowing, right. and flowing. And depending where it is in the house, you're not going to get all the water right. in all right. the pipes. Right. It's if it's the second be in floor. That one spot. Right. Exactly. So, okay, good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. When we yeah. come back, we'll be joined by Jason Fox from Capital Heating, Cooling, and Electric, and we'll get an update from Jack Grau in the WTMJ Breaking News Center. That does it for now, uh, hour number one. This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests at not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.